a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Go With It podcast. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, and self-growth all from a balanced perspective. So in today's episode, I wanted to have a conversation around how we can restore our wellness and recover from burnout through the seven types of rest. And I'm going to get into what those seven types of rest are, what they mean, how we can incorporate them into our daily lives. But before I do that, I want to share a little background as to what inspired this week's episode. So I currently find myself in a season of recovering from burnout. Over the past few months, a lot has been happening in my personal life, both very positive as well as very challenging, and it has finally caught up with me. As a result of everything that's been going on, I've found myself operating on autopilot, barely managing to fulfill my day-to-day tasks and my daily routines and my habits to creating content have all been put on the back burner. I talked more about this in my last podcast episode and how I'm finding more intention in my daily life, but my energy levels have been so depleted that I haven't been able to take care of myself, let alone show up for others show up for you guys and because I've been too tired to do anything it's made me feel even worse so I'm finally feeling ready to take reign of this burnout to recharge and kind of get myself back in a healthy and balanced place I know that we all can relate to the feelings of being completely drained and having nothing left to give, which is why I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and talk about the seven different types of rest, which is a theory that was formulated by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. The information that I'm sharing with you today all comes from her and what I've learned through her work just in my own thoughts and in my own words and I wanted to have this conversation because I think by understanding the different types of rest and focusing on the areas where we may be lacking, we can make significant strides towards recovering from burnout and achieving a more balanced state of well-being. So if you've been feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, stressed, or like your battery is on zero percent, then this episode is for you. I really 
really recommend taking some notes, re-listening to this a few times. I will also be leaving some resources in the show notes that will help you to understand what type of rest you may be needing and how you can implement that into your life. If you enjoy this episode, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can thank you for listening. Share this episode with anyone who you think can benefit from today's conversation. And if you really enjoy this podcast, I would also appreciate if you could rate and review so that more people can discover this podcast. And if you want more of this content in your life, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, TikTok, Instagram, and now the social media platform of the moment, Threads. I am personally loving Threads. It's giving me 2009 Twitter vibes where we just said whatever was on our minds and I really have been loving connecting with you guys and having casual real conversations so if you haven't joined thread definitely check it out follow me the link to that will also be in the show notes but anyways that is all i have to say for today's episode so without further ado let's go ahead and get into today's conversation Okay, just a quick side note before we get into today's episode. As I was re-listening to my ad read, I was checking my YouTube um, analytics and we just hit 6,000 subscribers and I'm so excited. I was stuck at like 5,990 something for a few days and we literally just hit 6,000. So I just wanted to say thank you. For everyone who subscribed and helping me hit my 10k goal that I am working towards and if you want to support me in reaching that goal be sure to subscribe the link to that is in the show notes I share a lot of daily vlogs weekly vlogs healthy habits my body care routine how I find balance in my life things I'm cooking just like everyday life stuff so if you want more of that content in your life be sure to subscribe just wanted to shout that out because that is something I'm really proud of and I'm learning to celebrate myself more but anyways before we get into the seven types of rest I wanted to get a little bit more into Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith's theory of the seven types of rest. Her theory of rest provides what I think is valuable insights into why we can still feel burnouts despite getting sufficient sleep or why sometimes certain activities can be more rejuvenating than taking a nap. And in her book, Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Restore Your Sanity, Dalton Smith introduces the concept of the seven different types of rest that are crucial for your overall well-being. And she also has a free quiz that you can take to help you identify what type of rest you need most, which I'll also link in the show notes. And I actually took this quiz myself and I was shocked to see that I actually am not doing well in any of the different types of rest. So like when you take the test, you'll see that for each type of rest you score anywhere between like 0 and 35 and more and the higher the number the less you are doing well in that area and all of my scores were extremely high which was a huge wake-up call for me I was not expecting that and I think for me the top three areas that require the most attention are emotional rest sensory rest as well as 
mental rest, which we will get into all the different types in a moment. But she does suggest to start by identifying the area where you have the highest rest deficit and focus on implementing small strategies and practices to address that specific area of rest. That was really insightful. So I definitely recommend taking the quiz. It took me like less than five minutes to do. The first type of rest that she talks about, which is something that we are all familiar with, and that is physical rest. And according to Dr. Sandra, she believes that there are two aspects of physical rest, which are active rest and passive rest. So passive rest involves activities like sleeping and napping, which obviously allow our bodies to recharge and rejuvenate. And on the other hand, active rest encompasses actions like practicing yoga or doing stretches or using a foam roller getting a massage so when it comes to recognizing the need for active physical rest so like yoga stretching there are certain signs to be aware of which include experiencing body aches pains swelling in the legs or even back spasms and she says that these physical discomforts serve as cues indicating that our bodies are in dire need of active rest in order to alleviate that tension and strain that we may be experiencing and obviously when it comes to passive rest that's a little bit more straightforward that's when we are sleepy and tired and i think by understanding the importance of both active and passive physical rest and recognizing the signs that indicate when we need one or the other we can better address what our body is telling us and ensure that we prioritize the proper rest that we need in order to maintain a healthy and a balanced state And the second type of rest that Dr. Sandra talks about is mental rest. And this type of rest involves quieting the mind and seeking a sense of calm. So when we don't have enough mental rest, that is when we often find ourselves struggling to fall asleep at night because our mind is racing or we have trouble being able to concentrate, remember things, recall information. It's like when you walk into a room and you completely forget what you walked in there for it's almost as if our brains become overloaded and desperately need a break so when you find you're in a need of mental rest it's really important to incorporate practices that promote mental rest such as mindfulness practices meditation or even engaging in activities that bring you a sense of peace with mental rest i invite you to ask yourself what are activities that bring me a sense of calm and ease for me it's doing a social media detox meditating other activities that bring me a sense of calm and ease are journaling spending time outside cooking you know it could be things like painting dancing whatever that means to you it's important to remember that taking care of your mental rest needs goes beyond just ensuring a good night's sleep it also plays a huge role in maintaining just cognitive function and your overall well-being and when we give our mind that chance to recharge find peace and serenity we open ourselves up to experiencing improved mental clarity and a greater sense of inner balance and i think when we prioritize mental rest it allows us to nurture our mental well-being 
and just be in a healthier and more harmonious state of being. And the third type of rest is social rest. So Dr. Sandra states that social rest is the rest we experience around life-giving people, which I thought was really interesting because when I think about social rest, my mind automatically assumes this means spending time alone, but Dr. Sandra actually has a different perspective around what social rest means. So, you know, we often find ourselves surrounded by people who need things from us, whether it's our family, friends, coworkers, children, or clients. And that doesn't mean that these people are negative or bad by any means. It just means that we also need people who give back to us and allow us to recharge as well. So when it comes to social rest, it's important to take a look at the different relationships in your life and the roles that they play and the roles that you play within those relationships. So are you the one who's always showing up for other people, checking in on others, or going out of your way for other people? Or do you spend time with people who always take, take, and take from you? Or are you with people where it's a balanced give and take energy and you just enjoy being around one another? Those are really important questions to consider when it comes to the relationships and the people in your life. One thing that Dr. Sandra really emphasizes is to not spend all of your time pouring yourself into others and making sure you have people who pour back into you. So one way that I'm practicing social rest is one, getting back into therapy like I mentioned earlier. I took a few months off because I felt I was in a good place and I didn't really need that much support at the time, but now I'm in a place where I'm ready to let others show up for me and pour into me, and I think having a therapist is a great way for me to practice social rest and Another person who pours into me as much as I pour into them is my partner and those are people that I am choosing to prioritize in my life at this time. Also, if you are anything like me, you might find that you recharge by spending quality time alone and this isn't something that Dr. Sandra talks about but I want to input my own perspective when it comes to social rest. So given the significant amount of time I've spent with family and friends in the past few months, I'm definitely in need of some alone time during the upcoming months. Besides seeking support from my therapist and my partner, I'm also placing a higher priority on solitude this season, especially in preparation for the upcoming holiday season. I really want to prioritize this time for myself so that I can feel rejuvenated and recharged when the holidays are If you are someone who's constantly just asking for a moment to yourself or you find yourself constantly pouring into others and giving into others, whether that's like to for your kids or your clients, you know, obviously there are certain relationships in our lives where we give more than what the other person can give to us. For example, if it's your three-year-old child, obviously they are not going to be able to give to you the way that you pour into them because you are the parent and they are the child so in an instance like that it's important to also prioritize other relationships that pour into you so I hope that makes sense but I definitely recommend reading 
her book to have a better understanding but essentially it's all about surrounding yourself with people who give you life and not just people who take your energy and the fourth type of rest is spiritual rest and this is going to mean different things for everyone but essentially spiritual rest is about finding meaning and belonging in your own life and it's about feeling like your work and your efforts are making a positive impact When you have a spiritual rest deficit, you may feel like what you do doesn't matter and that it doesn't contribute to anything significant. And if you caught my last podcast episode, you'll know that I've been struggling with similar feelings lately, particularly when it comes to my content creation and my work. I realized that I had become disconnected from my spiritual practice and I lost touch with my sense of purpose, which led me to feeling like what I was doing didn't matter and it wasn't important. So since recording that episode, I've made a conscious effort to prioritize reconnecting with my spiritual side and that's involved things like reading, prayer, meditation, listening to faith-based content and things like that and by nurturing this aspect of my life, I'm hoping to regain a sense of alignment and fulfillment it really has made a difference already in just the little efforts that i've put in the last few days of prioritizing spiritual rest so if you have been feeling lost or what you're doing isn't important or has no bigger impact that might be a sign that you are in need of spiritual rest So the fifth type of rest is sensory rest and if you've been experiencing feelings of irritation, anger, or even rage, it's possible that you're in need of some much needed sensory rest and this type of rest involves reducing overwhelming sensory inputs that can greatly affect our well-being and I think it's really easy to underestimate the impact of sounds and lights and notifications and you know all the various other sensory stimuli in our daily lives. I previously mentioned that my sister was visiting me for three weeks and although I had such a great time with her and it was so much fun and I love spending time with my sisters, I love being the big sis, That was definitely a sensory overload for me because I am used to having a very peaceful and quiet home space. You know, it's just my boyfriend and I and our cats and oftentimes I'm home alone and so I'm very much used to a very peaceful, zen, quiet environment. Having people here really changed things up in terms of sensory and, you know, what I was experiencing. So, Now that that has kind of settled, I'm in this space where I am in dire need of sensory rest, which is no surprise that it's in my top three of types of rest that I need right now. So I'm taking conscious steps to create a more peaceful and calming environment to help me kind of restore my sensory balance and some of the things that you can do to achieve more balance and peace in your environment if you need sensory rest could be minimizing unnecessary noise 
um, dimming bright lights, turning off notifications on your phone, on your computer, and finding ways to limit exposure to overwhelming sensory experiences. And it really is amazing how small adjustments to our surroundings can make a significant difference in how we feel and how we function. Dr. Sandra talks about how intentionally creating a soothing and harmonious environment can alleviate the strain and overwhelm that excessive sensory can cause and when we soothe our senses it will help restore a sense of calm which allows us to feel more centered and balanced in our everyday life and the sixth type of rest is emotional rest and emotional rest is about being able to express and process your emotions authentically and this for me is my number one type of rest that i need to work on according to the test that i took many times we carry heavy emotional burdens without being able to share how we truly feel and that can really take a toll on us giving yourself permission to be vulnerable and open up about your feelings is crucial for fulfilling your emotional rest needs personally i know i'm in need of emotional rest when i find myself on the verge of exploding or crying over even the smallest inconveniences For instance, just the other day, I went to my favorite coffee shop and my iced coffee didn't turn out the way I usually prefer it to be. It was the wrong color and if you are a coffee drinker like myself, you know. You know the moment you get your order and the color is off that the coffee is going to be off. And instead of shrugging it off as a minor inconvenience like it was, I nearly had a breakdown in the coffee shop. And obviously looking back now, it was clear to me that this reaction wasn't really about the coffee itself. It was something much deeper and it was due to the fact that I really had been harboring in a lot of feelings and emotions and I haven't hadn't been able to process them fully especially you know with family being here and being busy and having a lot of things going on I didn't have that time to really process and another sign that I am in need of emotional rest is when I feel isolated from my family, my friends, and the people around me because I feel like no one around me truly understands what I'm going through. And it's usually because I haven't let anyone in emotionally. I haven't let anyone know what's going on. I haven't expressed my emotions to anyone. And that as a result causes me to feel isolated. So to practice emotional rest, I found that allowing myself to fully express my emotions is immensely helpful. And this can take the form of journaling or engaging in heartfelt conversations with my therapist or seeking support from the people in my life and I think it's important to remember that emotions need to be acknowledged and expressed in order to be processed, healed, and the longer that we bottle up our emotions, the more they can build up and eventually explode in unexpected ways like breaking down in a coffee shop. But by consciously practicing emotional rest and creating a space where our emotions can be expressed, we can prevent those emotional explosions and promote a healthier emotional state. And the last type of rest that Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith talks about is creative rest. So to all my fellow creators, content creators, or anyone else who may relate, if you've been feeling stuck in a rut or you find yourself unable to brainstorm or problem solve, it's highly likely that you are in need of some creative rest. 
And creative rest, what I learned, goes beyond just the realm of art and being creative. It's actually much deeper than that. It encompasses appreciating beauty and allowing yourself to be inspired by life and different aspects of life. So for me, creative rest involves stepping away from trying to create something myself and instead getting inspired through different things. And I find inspiration by different architecture, visiting aesthetically pleasing spaces, reading or simply having deep conversations with other creative individuals these experiences not only bring me joy but they also stimulate my imagination and help me gain a fresh perspective when i'm feeling stuck in a rut or uninspired or unmotivated it's important to remember that creativity thrives when we give ourselves the space and time to appreciate beauty and allow inspiration to flow into our lives which is why right now i'm kind of in a space where i'm taking a step back from forcing myself to create and learning to get inspired first and appreciate what's around me so that i can eventually create from a place of inspiration and authenticity versus out of habit or obligation so those are the seven different types of rest that we need for our well-being that can truly make a difference in our lives i'm really grateful that i discovered this concept because it makes so much sense why in the past when i've been so exhausted and burnt out why i didn't feel recharged or rejuvenated after you know taking a nap or taking a whole day off that maybe wasn't the type of rest that I actually needed and so now that I have a better understanding of the different types of rest and how to identify what type of rest I might need I'm very confident in my abilities to be able to replenish my energy and prevent burnout in the future so if you've been feeling burnt out exhausted overwhelmed in your life I highly recommend taking Dr. Dalton Smith's quiz it's going to help you identify your primary rest needs and serve as a helpful starting point on your journey towards restoration. Again, the link to that will be in the show notes. I hope that you were able to take something valuable away from today's episode and that it sheds some light into your own life and what you might be struggling with. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can thank you for listening and be sure to check out our sponsor for today's episode. If you are interested in giving therapy a try, taking charge of your mental health and your life, you can get 10% off at betterhelp.com slash glow with it. And for anything else, just check the show notes. That is all I have to say for this week's episode. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. Mm-hmm.